Ever wondered who and what is shaping Luxembourg? This is your Lux Unplugged podcast with your hosts, Adrian and Thierry. Hi, I'm Adrian. And I'm Thierry. In this episode, I welcome back Mark Serres from the Luxembourg Space Agency. Adrian, why did we get Mark back on the show? Since we last spoke, Luxembourg has further established itself as a key player in the space sector. And also following feedback from our listeners, we thought discussing the latest news with Mark couldn't be more timely. Interesting. Is there something you can give away at this stage? Well, Luxembourg is being actively strengthening international partnerships in the space exploration field. Last month, the Grand Duchy became one of the key signatories of the Artemis Accords a major multi-billion dollar program aimed at setting up a sustainable human presence on the moon. That's impressive to be part of such a big program. I'm sure our listeners can't wait to hear your conversation with Mark. Oh, yes, indeed. But now, without further ado, my conversation with Mark Serres, CEO at the Luxembourg Space Agency. Mark, welcome back to our show. Good morning. It's been more than a year then since we, we've talked about the, uh, the mission of the, of the Luxembourg Space Agency. And I remember there were loads of things back then. So I remember we celebrated the first anniversary of uh, the agency heading up. But there were also a lot of initiatives that, uh, that were ongoing back then. And for sure, there's been loads of stuff that's been coming up. And, and I'm definitely looking forward to having more updates on that one. So for, for our audience... We had an an intro, an introduction episode with uh, with Mark a year ago. So if you want to know more about the actual mission of the Luxembourg Space Agency, I'd refer you back to this episode. But back to to our episode here, Mark. Um, just in a few words, can you tell us about the highlights that you've come you've come across since we last spoke? Yes, sure, sure, Adrian. Uh, I'm. Uh, I, I think last time that we talked together, it was uh, back in September two thousand nineteen. And that was just before a very important event that that has taken place uh, last year. That was the Ministerial Council of the European Space Agency. And that's, for the whole space sector, an extremely important event. uh, Because at that moment, uh, ESA is coming with uh, new programs and and the member states of the European Space Agency have then the opportunity uh, to invest fresh uh, money in, into the programs. Uh, and to come to, to, to this uh, big event, uh, we had about one year preparation and uh, the, the strategy of Luxembourg more generally and also more particularly now in deciding in which programs uh, Luxembourg should participate to and and at which level uh, we should also contribute financially to these programs. Um, This is all set in our National Action Plan. National Action Plan is a document that we update very regularly. And here uh, it was again um, uh, reviewed and updated with the new um strategy or let's say um, um, based on the input that we receive from our ecosystem it's it's very important to understand with the philosophy we have at the at the Luxembourg Space Agency we 
um, orient all our investments in programs where our companies can get support to develop their own activities. So this national action plan was elaborated uh, in view of this uh, ministerial council. It passed also through our national ministerial council. I mean, uh, that that's really a support that is give, given through the whole government. And that enabled us then also to contribute to the programs uh, of the European Space Agency. And no surprise, of course, our priorities remained in domains where there are commercial opportunities. Uh, for, for those who listened last year, uh, I think they can remember that our focus here in Luxembourg is, is really to contribute to the diversification of the economy. And in that sense, uh, we chose also the programs that gave uh, or give the, 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 the better opportunities to the companies to develop their, their own business. Maybe one highlight of this particular um, uh, edition of, of the, the Ministerial Council is that Luxembourg, for the first time now, contributes to the exploration program. So we, we had no history or heritage in, the, in that domain, but this is something now new. And, uh, and of course, we have done that because we, we um, are strongly involved in the promotion of the use of space resources. So at, um, at the occasion of, of that ministerial council, we also announced a cooperation with the European Space Agency um, to create a European Space Resources Innovation Center. And then 2020, 2020 was a very special year, I would say, uh, where uh, very early in the year we have been confronted with the, the, the crisis, the sanitary crisis. And uh, we have been impacted by that. Uh, it's it's a double impact, I would say. Our companies have been impacted, but we as agency as well. We we tried, of course, to continue uh, on the pace we had over the the last years, which I think we we managed to do it, uh, and we continued uh, supporting our companies and also newcomers that wanted to come to Luxembourg. Uh, but what I would say have been hampered the most is all the activities that we are doing on international level. So since March, I would say I haven't traveled, uh, which is a very exceptional situation. Uh, normally we are uh, con in contact with all our international partners. We are regularly traveling having meetings with uh, with other countries or other agencies. And we also support our minister when, he, when he's uh, in economic missions and so on. And all this is nearly has already or uh, has nearly be reduced to, to zero. A few minutes ago, you were saying that you have been traveling, obviously, since uh, since March because of all the constraints that we've just talked about. But I think this month or a few weeks back, we were talking now in, in October 2020, I believe the Minister of the Economy, who's heading up the, where, where the agency is part of, of this, uh, this body, recently signed the Artemis Accords, which I understand is a big event for, for the Luxembourg Space Agency and for Luxembourg in general. What do they entail for Luxembourg more specifically? The signature of these accords uh, for Luxembourg is, is really a great, great step. 
I think uh, I personally believe that here we are writing history and and Luxembourg being part of this first group of countries who are signing this agreement uh, with the United States. That's really a great step. And uh, and again, uh, I, I'm, I'm firmly be- believing here that, that we are part now of history in doing that. Now, more practically, um, this is an opportunity essentially for the country in the framework of our Space Resources Initiative. Uh, you, you, you certainly remember uh, that's a flagship initiative for us where we are promoting the use of space resources. And space resources are meant here to be um, material that you can find either on the moon, on asteroids or Mars or, or even other bodies or, or planets in the future. Um, and here, the moon is the first planet where uh, the human being will uh, will intensify its activities. And so it's logic, of course, that we also see the moon as a very important target to develop all the technologies, uh, the, the, the models around the use of space resources. And being part now of, of this fantastic endeavor of the United States, the, the Artemis program, which is... Um, I would say their exploration program, because it's not only about the moon. Uh, people have to understand here that uh, Artemis also means going beyond the moon. And I think the next big target for, for the Americans is Mars. And uh, and moon is is a necessary step to go to, go to Mars. And, and also for the use of space resources, the moon will be an extremely important um, experiment fields and uh, and hopefully within this Artemis program that also foresees not only having uh, a few astronauts men and women on the moon in 2024 it already anticipates the build up of permanent activities which means also setting up uh, a moon base on the surface of the moon and of course as soon as you speak about permanent or being permanently present on another uh, celestial body, the use of space resources becomes immediately in evidence. You will not be able uh, to have permanent activities on the moon uh, if you are obliged to um, bring everything from the Earth to the moon permanently. That, that will not be a real a viable and sustainable solution for the future. So I think that... Uh, the, the positioning of Luxembourg is a great opportunity broadly, but in particular also in the Artemis program. And I think the, the, the colleagues from NASA are also very enthusiastic as well to, to have us on board here. And, and I think they appreciate also all the efforts we are doing on the space resources and, and to bring that to the fore and, and really support the the development of all these technologies, but not only the, the technical aspects. And so it's it's a great opportunity for us. And, and that extends also to our sector. Of course, we are not doing that for ourselves. The idea is to develop here an industrial community that in the future will be active on, on space resources. And that means that here we offer... A fantastic platform for all these players, companies, research labs, 
to make experiments, to demonstrate their technologies, to have first operational uh, activities in the future on the moon. So that's really great. I think we were, we are we are working hard now to uh, to come with very concrete missions and activities for Luxembourg in, in the frame of this uh, of this program. And I hope that I would say maybe in the first half of next year we will be able also to to be much more precise on on what we what we sub, what we will implement as activities there. There is also another element that I want to mention here. Um, for those who have ha had the occasion already to look at uh, the Artemis Accords, um, these accords are um, based on, on a number of principles. And there is one specific that is dedicated to space resources. And I think this is also extremely important for us. This is the a recognition that space resources now is... An, um, I would say a pillar of the future exploration uh, missions and activities. And that, uh, that's not evident. Um, you, you have to know that space resources, this topic is, is not so new. Uh, even at the, at the time of the Apollo missions, the NASA had already ideas on how to use the resources it would find on the surface of the moon. Uh, but nothing has really happened since then, and the reason is very easy. This has always been considered rather as a nice-to-have topic than a topic that we put on the critical path. What, what, what we generally um, uh, mean with critical path is that that's something that you abso absolutely need to have to perform other activities. And... An element just to, 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 to make it clear is energy is one of these type of elements. If you don't have access to energy, what can you do? And, and, and so space resources are a very big uh, opportunity as well to provide energy in the future on, on the surface of the moon. So having a particular uh, paragraph in the Artemis Accords on the space resources is also an element that for us shows really a strong recognition on the future role of space resources in the exploration uh, activities. I also understand that the, the Artemis Accords are not only bilateral with the US, there's also other countries involved in that. So I had a more spontaneous question based on what you just said i understand is luxembourg really championing the the space resource initiative by complementing what the the nasa wants to do in terms of uh, space exploration or are they always luxembourg doing that in conjunction with other countries that are part of those accords so that's a good question i think this is still to be investigated we we know already from our previous exchanges with nasa and, and as well their involvement in some of, of our initiatives on space resources, that they have also certain capabilities. So we expect here that uh, we will do things also together and, and maybe we will have some specific activities that are done, I would say, independently of what NASA is doing. But I see here also a lot of opportunities to do this with them. For what regards the other countries, that have already signed. 
uh, we have been discussing with certain of them uh, about the topic on space resources. And if I take now specifically the, uh, um, the Arab uh, Emirates, um, this is a country that is also uh, looking very closely on the legal elements related to space resources. Also, a small reminder, in 2017, we passed a law that is supporting um, the use of space resources from Luxembourg. And we were the second country that was doing that after the US. And others are also looking at that. And I think the, the Emirates are those, I think, who have put the most efforts in it. We know also about Japan that they are considering also to, to, to advance on, on the legal aspects. Uh, that means, and they have, they are also signatory already uh, uh, of these Artemis Accords. We had uh, recent exchanges as well with Italy. And, and so I believe that there are many opportunities as well with other countries uh, that will sign these accords, uh, considering also that this first group of, uh, of countries will hopefully be joined by many others who are also interested to be part of, of this program. So it's not now a, a small club that is closed. I think the idea of the United States here was uh, to have a first cluster of uh, very interested countries. And I think we have played our role here as being probably the, the, the strongest promoter on the space resources worldwide. And this is also the reason why uh, space resources has a role here in, in, in these Artemis Accords. Uh, but but it, the, the story doesn't finish here. There will be a lot of other countries that will join these accords. And, and at the end, it will be really a, a collective effort in exploration to, to go to the moon and try to, to develop really sustainable and permanent activities on the moon. Now, moving back to Luxembourg, because I believe last time when we spoke, you highlighted that um, the University of Luxembourg had just launched their an interdisciplinary master's focusing on space with the multiple implications in terms of skill set that are required. I know it's been, it's been more than a year now since we spoke, so can you just tell us about the just the general appetite that's been around for this program in general and to what extent has it been of a complement to the the goal of achieving that, uh, you know, the, the next pillar of the Luxembourg economy. It's it's maybe still a little bit early to to let's say to draw conclusions on on how how it works and and so on. But but coming back to your question, the appetite was was significant, and and I think um, at this stage for something that is new, everyone was uh, positively. Um, surprised about the interest for, for this program. And hopefully this will also now um, lead to, to, uh, to the growth of this program. But we, we decided also to give us some time to assess how it works, where we need to adapt things. So the university is, is going also here to, uh, to draw the lessons of, of this first year and, and, and the next year's you have to know that we are just in the middle of the first master uh, cycle. And, and so, of course, we, we need really to go uh, to the end, at least of the first cycle, 
to take the first uh, to draw the first conclusions. Having said that, I can only emphasize how important the education part is, um, and we see that we are not the only ones in Luxembourg to to push that. I think I recently also contributed or participated to a conference where U.S. colleagues were involved, and I think they are also for the moment. Uh, um, recognizing that the education is really critical for the future uh, and the development of the space sector. So this remains a high focus for us, and uh, and but I think we we need to to look at the program now for a few years before uh, before we review and uh, and 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 take the, the the lessons learned from it. Another question that we discussed briefly last year, I believe that you know it's it's very important to have the, the right skills and the right people in in a certain sector, but you also need the, to drive the commercial aspect of things to to have a profitable activity essentially and to make the the sector attractive. So, in that sense, the Luxembourg Space Agency has has it established new partnerships, or has it been like broken partnerships with uh, with the private sector? Since uh, since we last spoke, or new ones? I think since the last time we we have significantly increased the number of companies in Luxembourg. Uh, in in the the catalog that I mentioned in in the beginning of our discussion um, that we uh, issued, I think it was in in June. We have now more than fifty companies that are active in space in Luxembourg. And, and there are always companies coming and, and add to, to this count. Um, it, it's, it's remarkable. Um, if I go back to, to the very early stages where we became a member state of Visa, and that goes back to 2005, we had a handful of companies that were already active in this domain. And uh, and now in 2020 we we have uh, accounts that is going over 50, uh, which is really uh, an enormous evolution within our space sector. And and over the last years we we have multiplied the contacts. I would say that we are around 200 new contacts per year. That means if you if you look that you look at that on on average, that means that we have a new contact every day. On the average, uh, and and we have to to spend some efforts, of course, to discuss with all these people. It's it's not always leading to a company establishing itself in Luxembourg. Uh, of course, that that would be probably too much. But what we have seen now that from these 200 early contacts, we come now to something like five to seven new companies uh, to Luxembourg over the last year. So. It's difficult to say if if this will remain like that uh, during the next five to ten years. Um, that that would represent really a lot of companies, but um, for the moment we don't see uh, really a decrease in the interest. Uh, we have still several companies in the pipe with whom we are discussing and who who may establish in in the next months and and uh, well maybe a bit longer due, due to the current crisis. I think this is also somehow um, increasing the, the timeline. But from from what we see for the moment, the, the interest is still very strong and, and we are very busy with, 
with new companies that are interested to, to work with Luxembourg or come to Luxembourg. Out of interest to date, what is the biggest success or the biggest commercial success that Luxembourg has managed to um, to attract to the to its local ecosystem? It's it's a good question. Uh, I would say that what we have tried to do for the moment is to give the time uh, to the companies to develop their their activities. You have to know that it takes several years depending also on well the type of, of activities they are they are performing um, i would not like to make um, already a, a review too early so what we are trying to do for the moment of course is monitoring how it evolves but now just pointing one specific case out of all the companies we have i think that that's too early but we see positive trends generally and I, I assume that within the two next years we will have a few companies that that uh, start having real sub substantial uh, commercial revenues and just, just to put that into the context generally when we start discussing with the companies they are at a very very early stage with sometimes just an idea for a service or product and then you have to build up really a roadmap to bring this idea to something that can be commercialized. And if it's now linked to activities that are more what we call downstream, uh, I mean here, for example, using images that are taken with satellites and using them to provide a service, I say now, I don't know, to an insurance company or to the agriculture domain just to, to better manage uh, the way the, the crops are evolving, etc. This is something that generally takes less time because you don't need to develop complicated hardware that needs to fly on a satellite and to resist to all the, 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 the conditions of the rocket and then the radiations in space, etc. But of course, for all those companies that need really to have equipments that fly, this is a process that takes longer. And so also here you see that the differences are, are are quite big in the evolution, but I would say the the moment where um, the number of contacts has significantly increased goes back to 2016 when we announced the initiative on the space resources. That was a sort of of uh, how should I say milestone um, and. Again, if you if you give the companies something like three to five years to come to a point where their products and services have the right level of maturity, that leads us for the first ones that we supported to 2021. So this is why I think that really reviewing now the commercial success of the companies only makes sense when we start looking at that in two years or so. Uh, but from what we see, I would say the perspective is positive. Uh, a number of companies have also already grown to significant teams. Um, and, and here we, we have already a few startups who reached uh, between uh, 30 and 50 people, which, which is already uh, a significant uh, evolution and, and development. But again, we monitor that. We will try to give 
um, figures every year if it's possible. For example, the contribution to the space sector within our economic um, within our economy in terms of G percentage of GDP, for example, this is this is the type of indicator we are also working on. Uh, number of people working in in the sector, number of com of companies, all these elements are indicators that we follow, and for the moment, it's it's growing. Mark, thank you very much for for appearing again on our podcast. Um, we really appreciate the time you've taken and and all the insights that you provided to our listeners going forward. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Lux Unplugged podcast. Please share this podcast with friends and family and leave us a review on iTunes. Also, please don't forget to visit our website, luxunplugged.com. And see you next time.